0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is VM Evolution Podcast, and this is your main event of the evening—the 60-minute time limit. The man in charge is the host, Vic Muscat. Before we start, I want to let everyone know: VM Evolution Podcast is not only a big supporter of independent wrestlers, but we're also a big fan of local businesses. Check out Heather. Check Heather out on Facebook under Village Bakes on her page Village Bakes, and see her masterpieces that she makes every weekend it's all right everyone relax he's just a little crazy and he is back my the word on the street is michael myers has posters of our guests on his (sighs) wall this is crazy shay how you doing my friend what is up lunatics and lunatics how are you doing vic oh everything is
1: dandy you know it so with very the- very well, man. It was beautiful out today. It was almost like eighty degrees. You couldn't ask for a better October day. Uh, it, it is a it is a good day, man. I'm excited. Eighty degrees. I wish it was eighty degrees here. Barely hit sixty. Oh man, it was beautiful today. It was like literally like the gods themselves came down and made it perfect. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's like one of the last good ones before we get slammed and jammed sideways. But you know, whatever, we'll take what we can get. Yeah, it always seems to be like that, doesn't it? Yep. And we're, we're out in Pennsylvania, man. It gets... You, it, it could be beautiful one day and you wind up getting blizzard the next uh so it's it's definitely uh i know it's one of the last ones coming and today was just at the end of the day we got a real real good thunderstorm and uh it took most of the leaves off the tree it's a good reminder that uh winter is coming oh god that, that w award i do not like that w award you can, oh, f- you can say, man, It's
0: coming you can say fuck shit, whatever, but winter, no, I gotta put that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's. So what has been yeah, going man. on? What's been going on with your career, my friend?
1: What's been going on with my career? Uh I've been focusing on helping some friends out. Um uh we're running asylum pro wrestling. Um, I'm helping a good buddy of mine out. Uh he's backing us. And uh I got a good crew of guys. Um Printing out flyers, we're, uh, we're 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 rocking it out of the park, man. Everything's kind of like grassroots. We do it all ourselves. Um, we make the flyers. Uh, the only thing we don't make in house are the uh, the big posters. If you look up, we got some big posters that we've ordered out uh, to go by the roadside. But um, yeah, we're uh, we're gearing up for our show. Uh, we have one of our fans pass away. Um at September 6th. So we canceled the show. We went to the funeral. And uh, we were sitting around me and Mike, Mike Meinhold, the owner of asylum. And uh, we were wondering how we could help. And he said, Well, why don't we do a benefit? And uh this one's for Wesley Condon's mom. Uh she passed away because of COVID. The whole family got it. He was in the hospital. And uh, you know, they all they all made it out really, really they're doing really good, but uh Ms. Karen passed. And uh, it really hit the family hard. It hit us hard. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's different. It's different when somebody's in a crowd. Um, I make sure to talk to everybody. I sat on Mama Condon's lap. We joked. We laughed. Um, Wes used to help us out. So when he would come, his mom would show up. And, yeah, we would talk for hours. This one hit home. Like, this one hit real close to home. And you know, if we can help out a friend uh, like Wes uh, in the process of having a show, why not? Why not? It kind of all makes sense. Like, let's use yeah, you hear a lot of bad about wrestling. Let's uh, let's use pro wrestling to do something good. A lot of bad
0: about pro wrestling? No, get out of here! It's a Christian sport, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, right. It seems like every time you hear something, it's always negative. And, uh, you know, it's, we're trying to change that a little bit. You can't change the world, but you know, maybe we could change the perception in our local area. You know, we're asylum. We're hardcore with a soft heart.
0: I got to ask, are you having a cocktail, my friend? Huh? Are you having a drink? No, no, not at all. Well, I'm having a drink for you, my friend. Cheers.
1: Oh, there you go. I, I should probably have one now. Mine's not alcoholic I'm doing the Pepsi uh, Black Cherry deal. Nothing in it, not spiked. I want to make sure this one's clear.
0: That sounds a good drink, like a good cocktail. Not a cocktail, but a good soda, though.
1: It's weird. It's weird. Yeah, we we tried the mango Pepsi. Not my thing at all. We had a case of it for like two months here. She grabbed the wrong case and it wound up being Black Cherry and it's not bad. Yeah.
2: Hey, all is well that ends well, right?
1: Yeah. I'm into new things. I'll try it. I'll try it. So tomorrow, we're uh, we're getting ready to batten down the hatches. We're going door to door in three different towns. Um, Mm -hmm. We're putting out like 3,500 flyers. It's a lot of groundwork. I guarantee you my Fitbit tomorrow, will say 10 miles or more. Um, We're going to kick it in the ass. And I think we got seven or eight people that are going, uh, that'll be going with us. So that's, you know, if everybody can clock in the the feet work that I'm going to put in, we'll have over 70 miles flyer tomorrow in every direction
0: and this is uh all weekend this event is or when is the event
1: uh, Well the event is November 6th uh, we're gonna do two shows um, a daytime show and a nighttime show. Both shows will be different If you co- if you come to show one and you come to show two you're not gonna see the same shit. hey um, we don't do that um I don't feel like wrestling is something that you can rinse and repeat. Um, and get the same authentic feeling. What? So if you're going in the one show and you're coming to the next show, they're going to be different. We can't put on the same show. Uh, with us missing uh, six, it set us a show behind. So why not get it out of the way? Why have to cancel that show? Why not? All of my workers are going to have to bust their ass twice. And, you know, <laughs> I say I'm sorry for that, but most of my wrestlers don't care those guys would love to perform. Um, so we're gonna do two shows, uh, one from two to five, one to seven to 10, have a little bit of uh, a early show and then do a later show and, and tear down the house. Um, I'll announce it to you first, I haven't even put it up yet. We're gonna do a battle royal for Mama Condon. Uh, now I was thinking about, you know, getting a trophy, but with it being so short notice, I think that the best trophy asylum is the heavyweight title. So let's do a battle Royal on the second show. Um, everybody that's on the card, both shows are more than invited to participate. Uh, and whoever takes it gets a title shot. That's the easiest way to be and make it entertaining. Yep. Have a little bit of fun with it. You've got all the guys there. Uh, put it out for Mama Condon, and, and let all the guys go out and have some fun.
0: You see, the way you're, you're doing it, you know, busting your ass with Flyers and everything, and just have the love of the sport, that's the way wrestling should be. Right there. Not this, like, um, WWE. Yeah, you talk about like, not, you're talking about not really repeating events, and I keep thinking to myself, well, you tell Vince that, because every they had, like, the uh, Usos and Roman Reigns versus Mysterious Mysterios of John Cena like eight times in a row <laughs> and I'm like, and it had, um,
1: it had the same finishes. Yeah. You, you gotta change things up. You, you have, you have to change things up. Uh, you gotta keep things different. Um, we, we, asylum. We like to think outside the box. Um, there's not a lot that you'll see the same in any of the matches. All the performers are very different. Um, But surprisingly, I I honestly, I think I have one of the coolest locker rooms um, that I've been around. I'm really blessed by some of the people that I've been around in the last 20 years. Uh, They've come and joined us. Uh, We just had Shane Douglas uh, on our last show. That was pretty cool. He's always cool to work with. And, you know, that's something else that yeah, from the last twenty years, I I've gotten to see him probably twenty or so times. So it was real easy working with him, and he was a pleasure to work with. And you know, it's so I'm slowly slowly gaining clout. It's
0: it's getting there. I'm just because I always wanted to ask Shane Douglas come on the podcast. You get to work. You yeah, man, work.
1: he's a really cool guy.
0: And I heard good things about him. Yeah, he wasn't like. The yeah, he was
1: really team. cool. You wound up doing the parade in Houtstown. Um, You got there a little bit early and I hadn't invited him or anything uh, just because I didn't think, you know, he would want to do it. Um, no disrespect or anything. I just figured, you know, it wasn't something he wanted to do. Yeah. And uh, he wound up showing up early and he walked like almost a mile to our truck and uh, drove on the truck with us and, you know, did the parade with Asylum Pro Wrestling um, no extra charge, no nothing. Just Shane Douglas. That's uh, he is definitely one of a kind professional dude.
0: Yeah, he is. I mean, he is above definitely,
1: and beyond kind of guy.
0: If you're talking about you know the greatest, like the the goat of professional wrestling, he's got to be in that talk.
1: Uh he's been there for a while. Yeah, he he definitely is in the top of his class.
0: I mean, he, he's the one that probably built. Just to be honest, made ECW the way it was before Paul Heyman took it down the tube. Yes,
1: he has a a lot of a lot of that can be attributed to uh, Shane. He was in more 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 main events than most over there.
0: And, but still, the the younger wrestlers probably got a thrill of Shane Douglas being
1: there. Yeah, he, he- he was cool. He was real cool. He watched the matches. He gave insight. He he is what a professional should be. It was real good times, man. Real good times. So
0: what's your role gonna be in the these shows?
1: Uh I still wrestle. Uh I helped put it together, but I still wrestle. Um, I've been wrestling for 20 years, and that's not really gonna stop. Uh, there there there's there, there's only like one period of my life that I'm not allowed to talk about right now and it's like I'm literally not allowed to talk about it. Um everything else we could touch on, um it, it's I, I'm getting old and I I've I've been through I've been through some shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um I caught my face on fire. Uh, I've just had a real bad string of luck, but um I'm still going at it man there is uh there's no slowing down the crazy train like we're we're still full on i probably shouldn't be but damn it i'm still here so <laughs> uh, you your, your name's not crazy
0: for just uh, to be a cute little like oh this is called crazy just because no
1: you earned that name no no not at all man that's that's like to me you've got to earn that um when the crowd chants my name i've earned that it's because you know, I dove 20 feet off the rafters or, you know, maybe I, I did a, a, a backflip with a twist. So, like, I, I am earning that shit. Like, that's not, you, that's not, like, it, I, I expect, like, if I don't perform, you like, if, if I don't show up one day and give you 150%, call me Lazy shit. Like, I guarantee you that has never been the case when any event that I am on, it's always, you know, Turn this shit up to 15 or 20. What's up? Wow. In your face kind of shit. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I just, if I'm not doing it, what? why the fuck am I there, man? We, when it's wrestling time, and I'll tell you, I could be sick. I could be injured. I've had a broken foot before. I broke my foot in Anderson, South Carolina. Um, going over some shit before a match before a match. I broke my foot. We wrestled the entire match. I finished it. We didn't change shit either. Like I got done and I looked at the promoter. And I'm like, I need a hospital now. And by the way, I'm booked tomorrow in North Carolina and we're going. So like I went to Anderson, South Carolina from Georgia, got casted, went Went to North Carolina, slept for like four or five hours, and was back in a ring less than 24 hours after being casted. And I wrestled my full match with a boot up to my uh, hard cast up to my knee. You don't stop, man. It don't stop. Like, my my trainers, uh, some of my trainers, they were really old school. Um, The maestro from WCW, Rob Kellum, that guy, dude, he – he put a lot into me like he instilled a lot into me like you don't quit you finish your match um you know that you don't if you give somebody your word you're there you give them everything and dude with a broken leg I had four people that tried to charge the ring because we made them right you know they They believed that my leg was so severely broke that I needed help. And they charged the ring and got thrown out that night trying to save crazy Shay. So I think my job went pretty well for uh, having an off night, quote unquote. We don't have those. We try not to have those, not in this business. An off night to be, uh, you know, off the show. Fuck that. We go for it. We're a memory maker. That's what we go for. I want you to leave that night going, son of a bitch. Crazy shit! you see what he's going to do? What's he going to do next? You don't know. You know why you don't know? Because I don't know. I don't think God himself knows. Not yet.
0: When you mentioned before, you thought that, you know, professor professional wrestling gets a bad rap. Why do you think that it does? You think it has something to do with the way WWE is doing things and AEW acts all like, oh, we're going to beat WWE and try
1: to start a Wednesday <sighs> night war. What do you think is the reason? Because there is no positive. There is no positive reinforcement anymore. It's only negative. Um, When's the last time you heard, you know, uh, John Cena goes to make a wish or all that? know, yeah, he's been there like 900 times. It's been reported like three times. However, you let him get a red light, you know, let him run a red light, and it's going to be on TMZ tomorrow. It, I, I think that, i'm I'm not lying I mean i'm 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 very in your face and I'm blunt and I'm honest. There's not, there's not, you know, when you see something in the paper, it's normally wrestler so and so did this and it's bad. you when's the last time you saw anything like you know, uh wrestler so and so you know, runs in and saves burning children, you know, you don't you just don't see it. It's the way news is spun, I guess. Um It doesn't The feel good stories They're far and few anymore Yeah Yeah it is, you're right And it's
0: just sad, people like to see I've stopped watching the news Because it's just like every time we turn on like Especially ABC World News It's coronavirus is taking over the world And there's a like, That's why I like wrestling
1: out. Yeah, wrestling. that's why I like wrestling, because for those three hours and for, for you guys, it's for those three hours. But for me, those three weeks before a show, my world stops. The only thing in my life that matters from now until uh, November 6th is the show and my kids. Yeah. Like as long as as long as I've got those two things in my life and those two things that I'm pushing forward, nothing else matters. To to me, it, the, an atomic bomb could go off around all around us, and just our town to be left, and I wouldn't even know. I am so driven and focused on. What we have to do and what we do, it's like clockwork, like the moment we got the doctor, that's the hardest thing to do. Our our doctor and I had to go to a conference, so we had to go and figure out, you know, in the the state of Pennsylvania, you must have a doctor. If you don't have a doctor, you can't have a show. And not many doctors want to attach their name to it. So man, all my, all my, all my pit club guys, all, all the, all the club members and all, they start calling people, calling doctors and just they, dude, they, they went above and beyond. They cold called doctors and uh, it took about two and a half weeks, but we finally got one. So everything's back on as I said. This just happened like two days ago. So now that that happened, the green light's done switched on and. It's, it's balls to the walls, man. We've got a show in the less than our, yeah, three weeks, I believe. Exactly. So the signs are going up. You know, we've got uh, three foot by two foot signs that go up by the road. We've got uh, uh, business posters, 11 by 17, that go in every business. And uh, regular flyers that are black and white that are going to go on every door. From here to the next three towns across, man. We're we're about ready to put some boots to asses, bro.
0: I heard that Pennsylvania, the wrestling promotions, there's a no-bleed policy. Is that true?
1: There is no bleeding in Pennsylvania. You and cannot I, bleed in Pennsylvania. If, if you bleed, the match must be stopped. You gotta finish your match right there. The Athletic Commission is very serious. Uh, upon their regulations, and they hold it uh, against the promoters very seriously. If we err against them, so you have to follow the rules to a T. Um, you, ha- you know, it is licensed and regulatory. It's you have to be bonded. There's a lot that goes into it, and they can have that taken away. Um, you know, not to mention the fines. So yeah, you really gotta watch what you do, and really trust your wrestlers uh, to know and be professional. And uh, you have to watch your product. That's the other thing. You have to watch what's going on at all points in time. Even though you know I am wrestling and all, I've got you know, it's like I got three sets of eyes. One on my locker room because the boys are mischievous as hell, man. Those boys, if you let them on their own, oh, so much trouble. So much trouble. Wrestlers are, they're a handful, man. I'm telling you, you let them on their own devices. No, now you got to keep an eye on them. Yeah. And then, you know, your crowd asylum is, is starting to get to be pretty wild. We've got uh, a couple sections that get really fun and really rowdy. but with that, you know, you always got to watch what's going on. So you've got like three eyes. And then I've got my own match to worry about. So, you no, know, it's a lot, but I wouldn't change it for the world. Like, and, and you know, it's not just me; it's a family thing. Like my fiance, she takes care of a lot in the back, and then she makes the flyers uh, along with Manny. He's a buddy of mine. Uh, he was pretty much the producer of Asylum. Uh, Laura helps him with some flyer work. She does everything else that pretty much needs done or in the in the back. She could do anything like any any job that needs filled she can slide in at and if I'm not there she's she's definitely ran it on more than one occasion uh when I would you know I was getting there last minute she had everything already set up it's a family thing you know it's pretty cool yeah <laughs> the kids even like uh have a have their own part um my son he's another one that he can literally slide in anywhere either be it at the door um you know or ringside assistant even like anywhere even put them on the lights on the program lights you know because we we don't do anything simple we have one of the biggest setups on a little indie promotion i think we have like four laser units a spotlight kit roaming lights and it's all on a dmx board We, we try we try to make our guys look like superstars when they come out you know
0: what type of blackmail do you use towards your wife to help, uh, help out? Because I can't help my
1: wife help me with this podcast and the wife of me. <laughs> None, man. She's got the same dream that I do. Uh, to be a part of something great, to have fun while we're doing it and, and you know, to, to achieve something. And it, it's what it is. It's a group of people. It's not just, I couldn't do this by myself. She couldn't do this by herself. Um, yeah, Ron is another one of the guys that are really, um, really into what we're doing. And without him, I like, it would almost be impossible. It's a group of people that came together that make this possible. It's not just one.
0: It's interesting that Pennsylvania is a no-bleed state. And even if – I understand the whole you can't believe. I get that. All right, you want to be, but like, oh, no you can people.
1: bleed, you can bleed, it's just going to cost you.
0: But, like, an accident, you know, shit does happen. Yeah, it's going to cost you. It's I, going to cost you if you keep the match going, it'll cost you. But, on but in West Virginia, if you don't, all you
1: have to do is bring a raw duct tape with you. It's the wild west in West Virginia. Yeah, I was saying, they, there is the regulatory commission. There is no rules. It is do whatever the hell you want. I wrestle there a lot too.
0: It's just interesting about how it's like that though. Like, you know, if Pennsylvania has no bleed, like kind of very like with a lot of states that.
1: like that. Maryland. Maryland is another one that's like that. No bleed. Uh um, no barbed wire, no chair shots to the head, no glass. It dude. The, you just you gotta know, and that's part about being a professional. You gotta know where you are and what you can and can't do. Kind of comes yeah. the territory. Once you've been around for a while, it's okay. I'm going to West Virginia. There are no <laughs> rules, or I'm going to Maryland. I gotta stay in the ring, you know. Shit, you're not even in Maryland in, in Maryland, you're not even allowed to dive to the outside over the top rope, bro. Jesus. Uh why can't they just make wrestling
0: simple? Now I was like, well, you're entering Pennsylvania. You can't bleed. Maryland, no jumping over the top
1: row. It's like, come on. Bruh, it's, the rules are ridiculous. And, you know, but if you want to play, you will abide, you know? So you do what you got to do. And, you know, the no bleeding thing, that's okay. I don't mind it. You know why I don't mind it? Because I don't have to clean the campuses as much now. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. It, it, you gotta take look on the bright side of life, bro. If you look down about everything in wrestling, you'd just be like, "Oh, got gotta take the positives." Just okay, cool. Nobody bleeding on the canvas. Awesome. You can still put on a hell of a show, especially if you have talented people without blood. It's very possible.
0: You probably have like a really good like pyro show on top of
1: that, like light show at least. Well, we we have a good light show. Um, We have a a projection screen that uh, is a rear-facing projection screen so that even if the wrestler walks in front of it, it don't block the light. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It looks real nice. Real nice.
0: What's the worst town you've
2: ever worked at? Oh, man.
1: Oh man. So look, <laughs> I don't want to put this town underneath. Like, I don't want to do it because you, see, the key you can only see, see the state of it. You don't have to see the town. Oh no, no, oh no. I'm going to give it to you. Philip P., right. West Virginia. I got the, we, we, I was given a key to the city. And don't get me wrong, I'm grateful. But uh, at, at the time, this was like, I don't know, 10 years ago. Uh, the mayor wanted to bring wrestling to the town. So, you know, the at, at night before he does this big ceremony, uh, the, day, the day after we're supposed to have this big show, he's helped promote, yada, yada. And we show up and there's six people there. <laughs>
0: Only in West Virginia.
1: We've got, got to Tatanka to from WWE, you know, he's with us. And... There are six people at this wrestling show. And his
0: Tataka probably wasn't cheap.
1: Oh, he, um, yeah, he, he wrestled. <laughs> and it was still for television. We were on television at that point in time for 1.3 million viewers every weekend. That's more than Raw.
2: 1.3? Oh,
0: 1.3? I think they said three. I'm sorry. I think they said three. No,
1: 1.3. 1.3 in West Virginia. We we were on two different television stations. We were on Univision, which is the uh, Spanish channel, yeah. and a local channel. And with both of them, we hit 1.3. It was pretty cool. Yeah, 1.3. It was, it was a good time. It was a good time. Dude, I, there there were times when I couldn't walk into a gas station without somebody hugging me. It was pretty cool. Like little kids just running up and hugging me. I've always been a good guy, so like um, like we would you know we would be out randomly and people be, be like, oh, you know, just start talking to me. And I'm just like, oh, oh shit, this is really happening. It was cool. It was real cool. I hope someone will at least. Buys I worked in that town for like ten years.
2: Man, it's a long time. Yeah, um, man, I only missed one show. That's really good.
0: Yeah, man. bro,
1: one show in ten years. That's
0: amazing.
1: I hope that so when they saw if you, you- get a chance. If you ever get a chance? I'll even give it a plug. Look up Covey Pro Wrestling. There's a uh, lot, like eight years of TV. Um, And good TV, like not bad TV, that's Covey Pro Wrestling, definitely worth the watch. Uh, Nyla Rose got her start there, Um, just to uh, let let you know some of the talent that came out of there. Um, Tatanka was the head trainer at one time. I was the assistant trainer after a while. He moved out of the training bracket, and I moved to the head training for a while. It was a real good time, man. We, we had a lot, a lot of fun.
0: Oh, so that's how he got to talk to uh, go to your
1: shows. You worked with them before? Uh, quite a few times. Quite a few times. I was his assistant trainer uh, at a school. He was the head trainer, and I was the assistant trainer. And uh, we got some work done, man. We, tried that we definitely trained quite a few students.
0: I'm gonna ask you some like random, just like wrestling questions, if you don't mind. Okay, we'll try. I have, do you watch any other promotions on your off time?
1: I don't have off time, <laughs> so not really. But I'm. I, I used to watch when I was a kid. Um, I quit watching. I want to say probably ten years ago. I'll still watch the big events, but. When I say big events, I mean like WrestleMania. I try to catch. Um, maybe King of the Ring. You know, the the, the big the big shows, but day to day no, I don't follow. Do you think like WrestleMania now too is too busy Do you think- doing my own damn thing? Too busy. I'm too busy being a fan of doing my own damn thing. I'm not working sorry about it. I am not sorry. You don't have to be working on your brand. I I'm the same way.
0: But don't you, don't you believe that? I, no, I'll or...
1: give it a go. I'll give it a go because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty I'm, – as, as much as I'm not up to date, I do check Facebook, and I keep up to date on certain things. So I'll, I'll take a crack at it.
0: I mean, I'll give you, like, easy questions. Like, for example, this is not a wrestling question, but if you had to be part of a team, Team Michael Myers or Team Jason Voorhees, which team would you be
1: on? Oh, Oh, uh, I'm going Michael Myers because my mom is deathly afraid of him. And that would be the most awesome thing to be able to be like, stop over in the middle of everything and just be like, oh, mom, by the way, small heart attack. <laughs> oh, mom, by oh, the way, mom. I'm having a friend that
0: comes over for dinner tonight.
1: Oh, dude. Uh, yeah, just have him outside the window when she's by and have him tap on the window, just wave. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, clean up, aisle, kitchen. That's a
0: video you have to make it put on YouTube.
1: Oh, bro. She won't go to any haunted houses because she sees him. She freaks out. I don't know what it is. I don't I don't know that that does it for her. Michael Myers is the one that she doesn't know. It's great.
0: <laughs> Who do you think was The Undertaker's greatest rival in his career?
1: Ooh. Shawn Michaels, I I think that was the greatest match that that I've ever seen him work. I like that one a lot.
0: What's more exciting, War Games or Hell in a Cell? I'm a WCW
1: mark. War Games, oh, show my age. I'm a WCW mark. Oh, I I like the, the old WCW
0: NWA War Games a lot better. Than they have right yep. now. Not saying that what they have
1: now. Yeah, I, I'm an old school. Yeah, uh, that that's that's. Now yeah, you talk to me about like '90s wrestling. I didn't watch too much WWF back then. I was more of a WCW guy. I I don't know why that just it. I was into it. Have you ever watched Smoky Mountain wrestling? Yes. Yes, uh, my grandfather would wake me up in the middle of the night and uh, we would go watch some uh, what would be uh, Sm- Smoky Mountain Wrestling, Georgia Championship Wrestling. There was one that came on at like four in the morning, on like, and we have one of them old satellites that you had to like manually play like Sputnik 1 satellite. Yeah, I remember those. Was- my grandfather, he Yep, he knew all the stations when wrestling. And dude, he'd be waking me up at 3 a.m. Eric, we have wrestling from Japan. Let's go. And we would go watch wrestling from Japan at 3 a.m. That was normal to me.
0: Those big satellite dishes, they were something.
1: Dude, my granddad thought he was the shit when he got that. He was proud as a peacock. That thing was friggin' huge. It was bigger than a Volkswagen Beetle. That thing was ginormous, man. Mm. It was it was stupid size. Man,
2: I like, remember, you to
0: watch TV. As a kid, I remember it, when it snowed, you had to take a broom to brush off the dish. You yep. know, it was, it's just uh, even though you watch you used to watch international wrestling, I I used to watch international porn. So I. Use (laughs) it. I was high school at the time, so what do you expect? Do you think Vader should be in the WWE? Vader. Vader.
2: Yeah, yeah, get it too.
0: He earned it. I would think so. I'm surprised they haven't put him in yet. Yeah, he earned it, man. If you were a WWE wrestler, what would your catchphrase be?
1: Well, if it was with the current gimmick I have, uh, things are about to get real crazy. That'd probably be my favorite one. Other than that, I don't know. I could never see going as not myself. I don't know. I don't I don't see i like I don't think I would go if it wasn't as crazy. I don't think I'd take the other gimmick, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. what would
0: your Mount rushmore of wrestling managers be? Now they could be from any promotion uh,
1: okay, so Mr. Fiji, he's gotta be on there. uh Colonel Parker, you'll be on there. Scary Sherry, and Miss Elizabeth. Colonel, yeah that's,
0: that's a good choice. I. That's about, a good okay. four. That is.
1: Uh, I just lost. That's me. a damn good four. I'm happy with that. I'm going yeah. with that. That's that's solid. That is solid.
0: I mean, I forgot about Kara Parker, but yeah, he managed Stone Cold Steve. Uh, not Stone Cold,
1: uh, stunning Steve Austin. To multiple championship. Uh, he is everybody. He man everybody. The faces of fear. Legion of uh, uh what is it? The doom, what were they? Doom faces of fear. Uh damn. They I don't know the, the other team that was going against Sting at the time, but not the Legion of Doom. Um I think you're I right, mean. Faces of Fear. Dungeon, of, yeah, Dungeon of Doom or some shit. I don't know. They, they had so many wild, crazy gimmicks uh, in that time. But, it, yeah, it, like Colonel Parker was, like, a part of everything in WCW.
0: It is Dungeon of Doom. Yeah. yeah two points. Well, you beat my head, man. I, I, I was close. Who would you consider the greatest
2: NWA champion of all time?
0: I'm biased. I'm going to say Sting. You see, that's the type of answer people will automatically think Ric Flair, but I can think of like one or two
1: wrestlers that was better. I, I'm biased, man. I like Sting's one of my favorite wrestlers. I don't know why. It just is, is the character captured me, and I, I think he had a really good run with it. I think it was too short, but you know, and then after a while, you got to go. It like he did hold it there for a minute, but it wasn't very long. And then it changed to WCW. Therefore, it doesn't count as an NWA title, but does it because it was carried over? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah.
0: All right, I, I have an asshole question, but I figure that you're just oh, as much as an asshole that I am, so you have you can answer this. One of these, one oh, okay. of these gimmicks has to go and never exists. You ready for four given out? One of these four give Uh-huh. Mr. Perfect, uh-huh. Jake the Snake, The Million Dollar Man, or Ravishing Rick Rude? Oh.
1: Uh. Oh. Uh. All right. So, God, this is going to suck. Because I've had interactions with Ted DiBiase. I've wrestled with Jake the Snake Roberts. He's been my tag team partner. Um, Mr. Perfect is fucking Mr. Perfect. I'm sorry, Rick Rude. I'm sorry, because you're a great heel. And I tell I tell my trainees all the time, watch your shit. But if we have to play the don't exist game between those four, Rick Rude's got to go. I'm sorry. No, it's a hard choice. It's I really, feel a, bad. It's really a coin toss. I, I do. I feel bad. It's like my soul. Like, that's not a decision I'm happy about making. Just because he's dead, you know, and he can't defend himself, don't feel bad. No, he was just that damn good. Like, he's good, but here's the thing. Does anybody, and God, this sounds so fucking trite. Does anybody really remember him? Well, guys like you and I, we
2: remember him. Barely. Well, my knowledge
0: of he didn't the
1: do a lot. Like, he didn't, I mean, he didn't do, like, a lot, a lot. Like, he, he's not a rock. He's not a stone cold. He's not a sting. He could have been. That accident that fucked him up when he took that Lloyd to London lawsuit, that lawsuit kind of
0: diminished what he could have been. Yes, like the other three wrestlers of this of the choices I know a lot more information about than Rick Rude. Rick Rude, no I know remember the least all I can remember Rick Rude was he was because the man, he, he had, was
1: good he was good but he was only good for a very short period of time before he got hurt. The, the he's kind of like a magnum TA he yeah. was great but And the chances of of what could have been are huge, but it never became. So when you talk about them in those four, you sadly have to go, your work was great. However, it was too short comparatively to these other artists to stand up. It just, the test of time stands up. If you can do something like this for longer than 10 or 15 years, You've done something. this is a hard business, man. yeah. Wrestling is hard on your body. If, if you can stick around for 15 or 20 years and and not just once or you know want, not, not a once or twice kind of thing, but still be in it. yeah, you that yeah, that takes that takes a special kind of someone. There's a lot of people I know that don't do it anymore because it takes a lot. Yeah.
0: he mentioned about how no one's gonna remember Rick Rude. No, who, if they these people don't remember Rick Rude, there's no way they'll remember Magnum TA. I remember him,
1: but it's like Magnum TA was like '80s. Like, hey, now, yes, yes, he was like '83, '84, I think.
0: Yeah, I remember him being tag team partners with Dusty Rhodes and having feuds with the Horsemen. Yep, I remember those yep. days.
1: On a duty, he was slated to win the heavyweight title. And then Ferrari, I think it was a Ferrari accident.
0: I mean, it's kind of ironic that Magnum TA was, it was a, a gimmick that was kind of like, a, I guess, honor, or I don't want to say ripoff, but honor Magnum PI when it was popular back in the days. And Magnum PI drove a Ferrari, and Magnum TA's career ended because of a Ferrari accident. Yep, it's kind of like Kinda weird. It's kind of weird, you know. It's just like, uh, what are the odds? It's just like that's God telling you something. Yeah, man.
1: Yeah. Um, I got it. Okay, so before this thing, before we uh close this out, I I want to talk about a place where I'm working. Uh, besides oh, cool. Asylum Pro, SCWA out in Glendale, West Virginia. Um, when I first came there, you know, it was a really good locker room. Um. Started talking about production. Their production has went up a lot. They're starting starting to do some big things for a little fed, uh, and it's SCWA out in Glendale, West Virginia. If you get a chance and you're out there, go check it out. They're a lot of fun. Uh, there's a lot of times where you get to go to a place and you're like, oh, I have to go here. I'm booked. That place along with Asylum, those are my two favorite places to go. I have more fun at those two places than I have most other places. Um, The locker room over in Glendale, West Virginia, is really, really fun. Uh, I've known some of those guys, like, since they've started. And uh, a young, hungry locker room, they don't have a lot of vets around. I think I'm, like, one of the two vets. That's weird saying that now. But I don't I think like the the longest other guy they have there is like 10 years. So I'm like double, double what he's in. There's not a lot of old guys. I'm the old guy in the group now. Great. I can still hang a bang though. And, and, and once we once we at once we slow down a little bit and they start running over me, I'm gonna have to hang them out. But while we can still run, we're gonna run with them. Oh, absolutely. Little cats just need to slow down a (laughs) little. And if they don't
0: slow down, you just give them a little bit extra harder of a bump and they'll remind them. Not not a problem. Put a little extra behind me. It's like, you're a nice guy, but don't fuck with you.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so we've got, as I said, we've got two shows on November 6th. Yep. Two to five and seven to ten. Um, we're going to be doing some raffles. We're going to be doing some 50-50. Uh, all to help out Wesley and his family. Uh, as I said, he's lost his mom. And on top of all that, he was in the hospital when he lost his mom. Uh, kind of super sucky way to have to say goodbye. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. really super sucky. My heart really goes out to him because he's like – He's like perfect wrestler size, too. He's like 6'3", almost 300 pounds, big dude, big dude. Gentle giant, though. Gentle giant, biggest heart, and I'm so sorry to see it happen to him. So I figure we could help out. Mike figures we can help out. And uh, damn, if we ain't going to do the damn thing. We've got three weeks, so it's a press blitz. Thank you for helping get the word out. We really, really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, when my mom when my mom passed, you know, it was like one minute I'm talking to her, to her two hours later, my dad's calling me saying she dropped, went to the hospital, never regained
1: consciousness. We um. Yeah, that's kind of like what that's kind of like what happened with Wes. It was very unexpected.
0: Yeah, I mean, the last thing my mom said to me because my mom, she had a green thumb when it came to growing marijuana. And she was telling me about how this must be a good crop this year because, you know, I'm getting a head rush. And I was like, well, yeah, you know, I can see you getting a head rush and being, you know, deep in plants and you're smelling everything. And it turned out she had a bleeding stroke going on and three o'clock she dropped. Uh, but we, um, dude, with, the, with the podcast. Uh, my condolences
1: on that. Your mom, your mom's like one of the most, I, my mom anyway, is like the most influential person in my life, one of them. Oh, she I'm was, sorry to hear that, bro. She was That's...
0: Like the biggest fan of the, of the podcast, definitely. But um, we get we we with the podcast help and with some um, other people help, we uh bought um she had Lyme disease as well. And there was like Ooh. this machine that uh, rife. I don't even know too much about. It's called a rife machine. It sends electronic like, pulses through your body. It's supposed to like make you like go through the day without any ill effects. And those, that was not cheap. That was $2,500. And we gathered Oof. the money. We gathered the money and we gave it to, in her honor, to a woman who was single with three kids with Lyme disease. Oh. And she couldn't afford any help. Uh, it's cool you got to pass it
1: forward, though.
0: Yeah. And, we, and of course, I'm being told that, oh, when we got the money. It was just like, you don't have to do this. You didn't really say it out loud this is like a very top secret thing. And I was like, don't give me an ideas. And walked away and bought the machine.
2: There you go.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, we're, we're trying to use wrestling to do something positive. Um, uh, yeah. By uh, I had a friend that her house uh, actually burnt down mm-hmm. and we use wrestling to kind of help her out too. It's great when we, can you know do positive things with it and help out i know it makes me feel good when i can help out we try to do we've got another benefit december 4th uh we're going to pick out some families to help out for christmas and help out some kids make sure they have an excellent christmas and um you know just trying to give back a little bit you know it's people don't under everyone looks at
0: wrestling as in like you know like fake or you know Drugs, steroids, you know, whatever. But they don't understand the power it has to bring people together and communities together. I had someone someone on the show that was an extreme, you know, right-winger, you know, praised Trump. A lot of his point of views did not agree with mine. And to this day, we just still bust each other's balls, but we get along because... He's part of Pro Wrestling Illinois, and I got the podcast, and I watch wrestling. The the power of wrestling brings all this bullshit you see people are being divided about together. And I think that's amazing.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. Wrestling definitely has the power to bring people together. You you just go to a show and look at the crowd. It's definitely... uh, You've got the same person in every seat, Everybody's got a different story, and most of them are different. But, you know, it, it's good wrestling can bring, bring bring people together, for sure. And it's, you know, the, the, the better the show, the more fun you'll have, for sure.
0: I love independent shows compared to WWE shows, just because, first of all, they're a lot cheaper, and you get more of a firsthand experience, like meeting the wrestlers and, you know, getting their autographs. Yeah, I love independence. So, where can people connect with you online?
1: Uh, catch me on Facebook. Look me up, Eric Shea, E R I K S H E A. You can catch us wrestling at the asylum. Uh, yeah. You can see that you can catch uh, asylum for wrestling. Wrestling at the asylum. We've got some pretty cool stuff on YouTube. Uh, Asylum Pro Wrestling on YouTube, um, we've got uh, Max's Days of Reckoning, one of my trainees got stuck with me for quarantine, uh, and we had we had a lot of fun with that, um, we had a lot of fun with that, think jackass, and just, oh my god, we had so much fun, he probably did not have as much fun as we did, but we had fun. Um, we got a, a bunch of content up there on a a YouTube. You can hit me up on my Facebook. I don't have Twitter or Instagram because I am not technological. As you know, it took like literally down to the wire to get this to happen because, you know, I just, I'm not technological. It took a minute.
0: Uh, It's also a lot of work to have all those social medias. I mean, I'm, I try to do the show on TikTok and I'm behind a couple episodes posting. It's just a lot. But you do know about the Vic Muscat Evolutions Community Group. Any event you have to, that you want to promote, feel free to use the group.
1: Thank you very much, boss. Thank you for having us. And thank you for allowing me to talk about Asylum and uh, SCWA. And I wish you very much continued success on your podcast, sir.
0: I appreciate it. And at any time you have an event you want to p- promote, you shoot me a message. We'll get you back on. All right, boss. Thanks and stay crazy. Uh, you too, man. You be careful. Be good. Always.
2: <laughs> See you, boss. Yeah, bye.